Welcome to Scale with Virtual Assistants, where we explore how to get support from virtual assistants so that you can grow your business and have a life. Today, I am joined by Jürgen Smeschel. He is an awesome business owner and he has a life because I get to see it every morning on Facebook when he posts his beautiful pictures of sunrises um, across the ocean after his swim. So um, Jürgen, you own a business all around supporting people with data, turning it in, into information, helping them make decisions in their business. You've told me I'm not a nerd, even though I like that term, but you enjoy data. So introduce your business and give an example of what you do to support other businesses. Oh, yeah. Th thanks for having me, Carmen. Um, yeah. Um, my name is Jürgen Schmechel and you can tell by my accent I'm from Germany. So back then I studied mathematics and economics and that was 1985 and the, the personal computers came up and, and I love numbers. I see things in numbers other oftentimes don't see. And that's why I then embraced this concept of spreadsheets. And to this day, I'm helping my clients by systemizing, structuring, and automating their Excel spreadsheets so that their numbers are adding up and the functionality is there. That's interesting. I didn't know that you studied economics. I listen to economics podcasts for fun. So maybe we can talk about that another time. Uh, so uh, Excel spreadsheets, I love data too. Like I get a kick out of playing with an Excel spreadsheet and pivot tables. Um, I remember the day I learned them. Uh, it was very exciting. But give me a practical example. Like what do you do to help the small business owners? What does your magic on their spreadsheets do for them? Well, a lot of small business owners use Excel for their quoting, for instance. And the problem then is that let's say they have a hundred different products to sell to find the right product within the repository is oftentimes difficult. But if you have a proper organized spreadsheet with some kind of database in the background and so-called drop-down boxes and lookups, then this whole thing can be really fun and much, much faster to fill in and to, to produce for any business owner. And that's what I do. I help them to structure this that way. Yeah, I love it. You don't need to convince me that that Excel can be fun. Um, but I don't know. I, I think we're, we're a weird breed. A lot of business owners, you know, want support from someone like you to to get this um, going. So um, we're talking today because you decided to get support from a virtual assistant in your business. And what I'd love to ask you is, at the point in which you're deciding about whether to get a virtual assistant or not, like where were you in your business? Tell me, you know. Um, what was going on for you then? Look, as I said, I'm doing this since 1985, which is a long time. And at some point I was thinking, where from here? Do, do I want to excel, quite literally, or do I... Um, I'm a nerd. You're a nerd there. <laughs> <laughs> Or do I wind down and just go to the beach and um, look at the sunrise? And I decided now I'm still too young and I, I actually don't believe in retirement. I think retirement um, for someone who is self-employed is, is just the wrong step. Um, I love my business. I love to help my clients. I love numbers. And if I can combine sunshine and work, 
Um, <laughs> that would be beautiful. And so because I followed your business for, let's say, quite some time, I thought now's the time to reach out and organize um, a virtual assistant for myself. Yeah. Awesome. And um, I love how you decided to uh, grow your business and have a life. I mean, that that's what we're all about. And so um, tell me, what sort of things does your virtual assistant do for you in your business? This is the most common question we get asked. So I'd yep. love to hear, you know, how does your virtual assistant help you practically in your business? Well, when I decided to just ramp it up a little bit, I also engaged a sales coach. And one of the first things she said to me is, you need a proper banner in the background when you do these kind of videos. So, so here you see a banner which was created by my virtual assistant. And I'm more and more doing videos. So I'm recording video and, and here I'm a little bit nerdy again. I'm using two different devices. I'm using a camera to take the picture and I'm using my iPhone to take the sound. And that means there are two files which needs to be merged together, matched together, so that they can be cut and, and organized correctly. And that's what she's doing as well. And and just brilliant um, to see the result. And we've created a little bit of intro. So it's starting with short sentence about what's the video about, then the intro comes in, and then I'm rambling on. And um, she's put putting music underneath, she's putting captions in, and not enough with that. She's then uploading this into my YouTube channel. And from there, we're taking it across to MailChimp, where, again, she's preparing all the things for the newsletter. All I need to do then is uh, maybe find a better title because I want a catchy title and maybe correct one or two spelling mistakes. But that's it. So, so my newsletters are now a recording video. It takes me five minutes. And then two minutes on MailChimp and it's done. Yeah, that's so cool. So you spend six minutes and your virtual assistant spends hours, but yeah. um, but you get all this marketing material. So it goes on YouTube, it goes in your newsletter. Does it go on LinkedIn as well? It goes on LinkedIn um, and it goes on my website. So she also organizes my website now completely. And and that's one of the beautiful things. Um, as a, as a business, business owner, especially as a sole trader, you have a million things to do all the time. And oftentimes it's difficult to decide what's, what's more important. Is, is sales more important? Is marketing more important? Or is, especially with Excel spreadsheets, my clients want delivery. So, so and, and yeah, okay, I, I admit I'm a nerd. So <laughs> sitting in front of an Excel spreadsheet is so much fun that oftentimes forget about the rest. So now, now I can actually drop things and say, Jane, do this. Yeah. And it doesn't matter whether she's doing it today or tomorrow or the day after. I got it off my desk, on her desk, and eventually the result comes back and it's always beautiful. Yeah, and you've handed the ball over so you don't have the cognitive load anymore. You know that it's going to be done. And uh, I really relate to what you shared with the consulting model uh, you know, the consultants, uh, you know, you're the expert, you do the sales, you do the delivery and, and it can be so easy to get bogged down in that stuff. Like you're really busy with work. You, you know, you, uh, often consultants stop doing the marketing when they're busy and then they come up to breathe because, you know, they've, they've completed the work and they're like, oh, when's the rest of the work going to come from? I haven't been doing my marketing. 
So I guess by getting virtual assistants help you with your marketing, even when you're busy playing with Excel spreadsheets, getting, you know, your kicks out of that, like the marketing's still happening. Correct, correct. And and that was what was happening for me a long time, this roller coaster of being busy, having no work, being busy, having no work kind of roller coaster. And now it is way more even. And that's a big part thanks to having a virtual assistant. Yeah, Uh, I, I love that. But let's be real for a moment. So your virtual assistant, Jean, she's yes. amazing and lovely. But we didn't start off with Jean, did we? So you came to us, we we took a briefing and we got you a virtual assistant. Um, yes. It didn't quite work out. Do you want to share a little bit with everyone about what happened? Well, uh, probably better not naming her, but um, she, she started off well, but at some point, point in time I've kind of felt that she's dropping the ball on me and because also a cultural issue maybe being German and there in the Philippines and the, the time difference and, and everything is just via Zoom it's difficult then to really build a relationship which you would have with a team member mm-hmm. and in Germany you would easily talk to someone and say hey What's going on in your life? It feels that you are not up to stretch at the moment. How can I help you? Um, you can't do this in the Philippines because that would go down completely wrong. And so, yeah, in the end, I've lost trust in her, and to be quite honest. And then I spoke to her, to you, and and said, "Look, Carmen, this is what's going on." And and you immediately said, "So if the trust is gone, let's find you a new one." Uh, I'm really appreciative of that. Yeah. And so, you know, when you initially raised it, we tried to see if we could um, tweak some things, support her, support you. Um, But sometimes, like, uh, you know, she might have been a fantastic virtual assistant, but sometimes there's not the chemistry there. It's like I went out on a date with a guy yesterday. He's lovely, but there's no chemistry. And so he's good. I'm a good person. But, you know, it it just is not going to work. So... Um, and so I guess the reason I'm sharing this is because sometimes it doesn't work the first time around, um, but it's about working out what's important. I think we learned some things about what was important to you in, in, in your next virtual assistant as well. So we could, I could give an even more specific briefing to the recruitment team. Yes. And, and, and to be honest, I think half of the buck stopped with me because um, it was my first virtual assistant and that's like your first date. And not getting everything right at the first on the on your first date. So um, <laughs> I think a learning curve, especially when you are a nerd um, for so long, just um, running around your own desk for so long. Um, so yeah. yeah. So people who are listening who haven't had a virtual assistant before might be wondering, like, how do you communicate with your virtual assistant? And and it's different for everyone. So I want to hear from you. How do you communicate with Jean? So so we communicate a lot about over WhatsApp because that's so easy. And I've got it on my phone. I've got it on my my computer. It's easy to share information very quickly. And but that's that's for the day to day. The mm. long term, we do via Trello because again, it's free and um, and it allows you to set up cards if you haven't. Work with Trello. It's 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 a kind of card system, and 
you can assign tasks according to cards and and also move these cards across so once they are done they go into archive and that kind of thing and we also use dropbox so um, to exchange files we are using dropbox um, to set long thread long-term task is Trello and short-term reaction is uh, WhatsApp. And every now we have a Zoom call just to catch up and, and yeah, you want to see the face, you want to hear the voice and and, and, and build a connection that way. So yeah. yeah. yeah but we're using, yeah, I haven't thought about this. We are using four different software tools um, to stay in contact. Yeah. And I, I love the face-to-face component because um, you can often, you could probably, de- she knows the role now, you could delegate the task to her with never speaking to her, but to build that relationship, to, you know, to talk about the sunrise that morning or her dogs, or I don't know if she's, Gina's got dogs, but to talk about just like that small talk that's so important at building that relationship, um, yeah. because that relationship is everything. Um, virtual assistants and knowledge workers and we know that if they're feeling connected, they'll put that like a little bit in. They'll show that extra initiative. They'll they'll go that extra mile. So yeah. I think that's really important. Yeah, and especially um, it's so interesting. In the Philippines, it's it's a totally different climate. So there are hurricanes. There are power outage. Recently, they had an election. Um, the COVID hit the Philippines way harder than it hit Australia. So all these things, um, you're not picking up via Trello or via WhatsApp. You pick these things up via, via Zoom. Uh, yeah, I am I am in awe of uh, the team's resilience. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, so so great thing. So as you said, uh, Jürgen, you know, part of the first virtual assistant not working out might have been a bit to do with you. And I, I, I find that when you get support, you grow your team, you work out how to delegate, you feel the emotions around that, you learn about yourself. Do you want to... Oh, would you like to share with me what you've learned about yourself over the virtual assistant journey so far? To let go, actually. So one know? of the things um, with the first virtual assistant was I've, I've, I've got a pretty good view for detail and, and I'm picking up small errors pretty fast. I'm, I think I've told you I've been a, I've been one of, I'm one of these nerds. When I'm watching a movie, I see... Uh, an error in 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 the pro- progressing of a scene. So suddenly, um, James Bond's color is in, and then he's uh, it's it's out, then it's in again, and or the whiskey glass is half full, and the next time it's um, completely full without someone refilling it. So I see those things, and and I think with the first virtual assistant, I picked up more of these details and criticized this. Where now with Jean, I just let it go. Um, that I'm, I'm more relaxed and, and knowing of the value that she's, as I said, picking up things I just drop in, into her lap, um, I'm, I'm way more relaxed about this. Yeah, uh, that's really interesting. So, so you're better at the film producers at picking up that detail. That's amazing. Um, we, for some roles, we give the virtual assistants detail tests. And I took the test the other day and I failed it. Like, I'm so bad at that stuff. Um, but, you know, you must be like super talented where, you know, we both love Excel, but, you know, the detail, uh, you can take it, I can leave it. Um, so I, there's probably people listening who are thinking, oh, you know, 
um, I might get a virtual assistant. Um, what advice would you give to someone who's thinking of getting a virtual assistant? First and foremost, um, check out your fantastic uh, repository or, or, or document. I think it's it's a white paper Maureen and you created about all the things a virtual assistant can do. Yes, that's a that's a brilliant read. Whether you engage with Carmen and Maureen or not, um, it, it's so much knowledge in there and so much so many tips. And then, yeah, just just call out to Carmen and have a chat. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the best way. And and like with mine, I think um, we stopped it after four or five months. So if you engage someone for for three months, half time. Um, you, you are, you're not even investing um, $5,000, um, but you, you get an experience which might help you to, in your trajectory of your business because then you see, ah, I can work with a virtual assistant or I can't. Yeah. It's a small investment for for big big incentive. Yeah. And I think that's a really interesting way of looking at it. Um Especially for people who've got high high ticket um, like sales, like you said, you know, what's five thousand dollars if you could make you know a twenty thousand dollars sale from some of the marketing activities? So I think putting it in that framework can be really helpful. You mentioned yep. um, Maureen's book. So Maureen has written a book called "What a Virtual Assistant Can Do for You," um, and uh, the people who've read it tell me that it helps them to get really clear about the sort of things that um, the virtual assistants can help them with. And and if you do download it, you don't even need to read the whole thing. You sort of just scan the headings and go, ooh, I want to know more about that. Because she just hasn't just included a list. She's got the strategies. So um, I pre- appreciate you for sharing that. So, um, Jürgen, this has been really awesome. So um, where can people find you if they want to, like, talk to your you and your data nerd skills? <laughs> So, so first and foremost, um, the easiest way is my website, um, schmechel.com. So S-C-H-M-E-C-H-E-L.com. And you would also find me on LinkedIn. And you can even Google my name um, and I would come up. So that's the best way. Um, yeah, have a look at my website. I'm, I'm pretty proud of my, my website, which Jean, um, she didn't design it, but she owns um, how it's running now, and that's that's perfect. And yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd love to. I'd love to have a chat. I, um, please reach out to me um, if 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 you can understand my German accent. We will get along. <laughs> Just this morning, I've ordered a coffee somewhere um, where, frankly, I'm not regular. And ah, where's this lovely accent coming from? Sure. Even after 18 years in this country, I can't order coffee or beer without being asked where I'm from. <laughs> At least they called it lovely. No, well, the usual thing is, um, oh, where are you from? And I said, oh, just down the road. And I know, where's the lovely accent coming from? So it's, it's usually the second. The first, they think I'm a tourist. Um, <laughs> Awesome. Well, you can, I really want to thank you for being so sharing, sharing your journey and also sharing like your personal insights, um, your learnings as well. Uh, I'd love to, uh, for you to um, share with everyone your final words before we go. <laughs> Functionality is no coincidence. 
<laughs> well, on that note, I'll leave it there. Thank you very much.